My name's Will DeFreeze, and this is the Sunday Scaries Podcast, your cure for the Sunday blues. Today's guest is someone who you also may spend a lot of Sundays with, DJ Pihowski from No Laying Up. And today we're going to find out just exactly how he spends his Sundays. DJ, welcome. Will, thanks for having me, man. Uh, excited to uh, talk about Sundays. We just got through a uh, just got through a big one. Had a major championship this week, so uh, it's very topical. Ready to go. And there's no anxiety like uh, being on uh, on on television in front of a lot of people. Anxiety, I'm sure. So I'm sure you had a little uh, a little a little spike there for for your uh, weekend, even though it wasn't on the Sunday. That's right. We had some Friday scaries uh, going on. A little trouble sleeping Friday night, but then we got into our first broadcast Saturday, and we were off and running and uh, made a lot of mistakes, which I think took a lot of pressure off. And then Sunday was a breeze. So by the time we actually got to Sunday, it was, it was totally fine. Well, when you wake up on Sunday and uh, you're in your pajamas and you got to go change, what is your Mm -hmm. ideal Sunday outfit? Uh, Wow. That's a good question. We um, Sundays are Sunday mornings are usually very low key. So uh, ideally we don't have too much going on, but I I would say first things first, we're going to walk the dogs so I'm probably going to go with just some comfy pants. Uh, I have a couple of uh, couple pairs of, uh, not, I mean, you know, no free ads, but just because I, I really enjoy them. I got some uh, some pants from the, the homies at Marine Layer. Mm-hmm. Make a very nice, comfy kind of uh, elastic waisted chino type of thing. So I, I like to throw those pants on first things first, uh, ready for anything. And then uh, I live up in Milwaukee. So mornings are usually nice and crisp. Uh, so we'll throw on, you know, a, a hoodie or a flannel, something like that. If any any Sunday we can really start layering up is is a pretty good Sunday. You know, you're you're ready for anything. So that's a long winded answer. Of, that's you know, no, that sounds that sounds extremely pants. cozy. I like I like when someone actually gives the brand name and they're not afraid to because I think I think yeah. it's uh, necessary sometimes to know that uh, when you're walking by a marine layer, it's like, oh wait, that's what DJ's sitting in right now at his place. I think so. Yeah, I think I think that's right. Do you drink coffee? Yes. How do you absolutely. take your coffee? uh black right to the face um i went through a phase recently where i was i was cutting caffeine out for a while i was having a little trouble sleeping in the evening and and one of my friends got in my ear about you know the half life the quarter life of caffeine how long it stays in your system how it, it affects your sleep how it affects anxiety how it affects all these things and i was like you know what i'm going to i'm going to take that to heart i'm going to go a month uh went cold turkey no caffeine uh, and honestly slept a lot better. Uh, I gotta say might've been a total placebo situation, but, um, I was really start, I, I got really deep, deep into like the decaf Americano scene because I, I absolutely love the meditative practice of making and going, walking to get coffee, uh, more than I probably need the actual caffeine. So that was kind of an eye opener, but it, typically just a black coffee as hot as you can make it right right to the face in the morning is great that's uh, that's totally understandable i i went through a little stage of trying to cut out coffee as well at one point and just got hooked on tea for a little bit and then when i made the pivot back to coffee i realized how little i could handle the caffeine at that point yes it was very difficult i considered being becoming a tea guy but i didn't know if that was really going to jive with my my personality how did you find it did you did it stick well it was hard to say how it how it affected my personality because i did this all during lockdown which meant that i wasn't Mm. interacting with anybody and i think if anything it just made me into more of a like a loaf around the place (laughs) 
you could either kind of become a tea guy or a sourdough bread guy. Exactly. So and I, you. I chose the tea. Choose your, choose your fighter. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's just hypothetically say that the night before you might have had a couple drinks and maybe you had too many drinks and you're a little hungover the next day. What is your yeah. go-to hangover cure? And I'm talking about both food and a possible drink if you want to have uh, some liquid in front of you at the table. Oh, man. Good question there, too. Uh, no substitute for... and I, I, I get such bad, like anxiety when i drink too much like i i i almost like physically can't handle the act of like drinking too much because i just get to a point where i'm so like crippling cripplingly afraid of the hangover mm -hmm. that i i just won't let myself get there I, my body just starts to reject it so it doesn't happen that frequently but when it does i would say you can't beat like a sugar-free gatorade in the morning uh especially you know we tend to we go on a lot of golf trips for for work and so there's a lot of times you're kind of out shooting all day and then you have too many drinks and you have to get up for an early tea time and you're kind of a little shaky on the first tea any anytime you can catch like a, a purple you know g2 gatorade is is usually a pretty good one maybe a cliff bar but if it's an ordinary sunday we love to go to uh there's a place in milwaukee here called uh called uh comet cafe that has uh just it's very diner kind of pull up a seat at the counter type of place and they have a rocket platter that is uh eggs bacon pancakes toast uh that's just i mean old it's old favorites but uh that that's gonna get you get you right pretty good pretty quick i think i think i would drive with that anytime someone says purple gatorade on the podcast my eyes light up a little bit uh <laughs> you've you've actually given me some anxiety uh as of late uh on the financial front because I found myself spending more and more Sundays heading to a record store to go pick up some vinyls. And so I would be remiss if I didn't ask you, what album are you most likely to be spinning on a lazy Sunday? And do you have any recent album purchases that you would think would fit well for a lazy Sunday afternoon? I, I'm so glad you asked because, you know, we were we were talking about kind of the, the gift and the curse of uh, the app and, and website database Discogs. Uh, which is basically like a big, um, it's just kind of a big like user managed database of of like basically every record that's ever made. And so they can, they do a really good job of not only saying like, hey, here's Led Zeppelin 2 and here's Led Zeppelin 3. It's more like here's Led Zeppelin 2, like the 1976 uh, Jacksonville, Illinois pressing on Atlantic Records. And here's, you know, the Japanese pressing that came out in 1986. And here's why they're different. And all of these things that are so punchable to the to the outside person, but just like so fun to actually like get in and learn the minutia of. And so I, it kind of sounds like maybe if I'm, I'm tracking, that's that's a little bit the path that you're you're going down right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, yesterday I was sitting in the parking lot, like scanning the barcodes and then yeah. confirming like I didn't even get out of the parking lot before I got in my car and just started like doing it because I was like, eh, I don't want to I don't feel like doing this at home. So I'm just going to do it now and get excited. Well, and you don't want to feel like a scumbag doing it like in the aisles when the clerks are watching you. And you're like, what are you, man? You're charging me like, you know, $32 for this Taking Back Sunday album. Like, mm -hmm. I don't know, man. Mm -hmm. This is only worth 26 on Discogs. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, you don't want to be that guy. But you got to kind of do a lot of research uh, beforehand. But anyways, all of that is to say they also have a wish list section. And one of the records that I've had on my wish list forever is uh, kind of like the original pressing of uh, the Mac Miller record Swimming. Uh, which makes it really, really fun when you go into a record store. If you have a little bit of like an organized chase list, right? Like, you know that you can go right to the hip hop section, right to the M section, and you can look for it. And it's like, okay, cool. For the 78th time in a row, they don't have it. Let's move on and see what else we can find. 
And on Record Store Day this year, I actually finally found it uh, at Bullseye Records here in Milwaukee. And so was able to uh, to snatch one of those up. And that's a pretty good Sunday morning record, if I'm if I'm being honest. I'm a fan of this. Yeah, I, I also had some success on uh, Record Store Day this year. I, uh, I I had maybe too much success this year. Uh, <laughs> and it was a, a realization that this hobby can get out of control very quickly. Um, yeah. But I, I have made it in the Sunday routine ever since getting my uh, turntable to make sure to go and do it. And yeah, the Discogs thing, the, the wish list, I've just been putting anything and everything in there that I can possibly put in. And, and it, they're all pretty much like records that I can try to relax to at the very least. I think that, yeah, exactly. I, I think the other, the other one I would shout out that's a really good Sunday morning record. I'm not like, I went through a, you know, as, as did most people who like listen to music or any truck commercials for the last like decade, went through a black keys phase, of course, like mm-hmm. post-college. And, uh, I don't really listen to them very much anymore, but Dan Auerbach put out a solo record uh, a couple years ago. Uh, that's really, really, really good. And I would just, uh, I would urge people to seek that one out too. That's a great Sunday morning record. I, I don't know if you know this, but uh, you are my only friend on Discogs right now. And uh, I, I can see your want list and I have actually added things from your want list to my yeah. list being like, you know what? That's a really good call. That's a really good call. Oh, I love that. That's great. <laughs> that's people helping people. That's how the system's supposed to work. Let's say that there's no golf on that day. Let's say let's say it's just a normal, regular Sunday. There's nothing never on happens, the television. But... Yes, yeah. <laughs> we, but we can at least dream. Uh, yeah. What would you maybe binge on the couch to distract yourself that day? Oh man, I'm not a huge uh, binger. I, I wish I was. My wife, thankfully, is kind of pulled. I, I would be. I have a very bad tendency to binge, and I think my wife Justine pulls me out of that habit and and likes to kind of savor uh, shows a little bit more, which which is probably a net positive for my uh you know mental health because i would just sink into the couch forever and no one would ever see me again but that's what i do um we we watch a lot of baseball together on sunday afternoons okay uh i i we both enjoy uh watching the chicago white Sox for better or worse uh obviously they're gonna play a lot of those 110 sunday afternoon games where you know you don't really have anything going on you've already got your comic cafe the dogs are a little sleepy you know, maybe you went to the dog park and then you kind of got that like one to three crack open some windows, get the breeze going in the house and just watch the White Sox lose like nine to one. Uh, that's uh, that's pretty good stuff. That's that's pretty hard to beat. I know that's a super boring answer. but No, no. I mean, it. it's it's better than some people's answers where I'm just like, oh, like you spend so much time doing like watching that show. But I can't really talk because uh, much like I got into tea. The other, uh, the other British um, thing that I got into during lockdown was Love Island. So I don't really have a good resume for binge watching things either way. Um, of course, the Love Island boys. I think if <laughs> if I was going to, uh, if I was going to pick a show that I could just hammer for hours and hours, it, it, like and sink into, it'd probably be Top Chef. I get that. I I think I've recently got into uh, a Gordon Ramsay uh, favorite, Next Level Chef, which. Um, it's the premise of it is absolutely ridiculous. The top, they have three different floors. The top floor is like a beautiful commercial grade kitchen with like everything you could ever need. The middle floor is like a very normal kitchen. And then the bottom floor is like the worst kitchen you can ever have. And based on your performance on the show, they put you in one of the kitchens and you have to do something, but they really shoehorn in the phrase next level every single time that they can. (laughs) How can we take this dish to the next level? Like, how can I get to the next level? And it's, I think the contestants actually get paid. Yeah. Like they get paid on how often they actually shoehorn that in. And I think they have a better chance in the show uh, long-term with the producers if they say next level. That's interesting. All right. I'll seek that out. Mm -hmm. 
Uh, this next question is one that might inspire some anxiety instead of uh, curing some people's, but you actually might cure it if you have a, an answer that is a volume. Uh, what is your screen time looking like these days on your phone? Oh, it's bad. Um, it, it's not good. I have tried. I think I'm in full blown like, you know, I'm pretty self-aware that I'm in full blown like addiction mm -hmm. mode, right? Like I, I've set the screen time limits. Uh, I've tried that. I've tried deleting the apps, um, you know, when I'm not using them, Instagram and Twitter. And I just, I just instantly redownload them again. Uh, it's, it's pretty brutal. So a lot of that I, I would like to say is, is because of my job and trying to follow golf stuff and trying to follow, you know, hashtag the conversation on Twitter. Uh, it's, but I, 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 I don't love it much like the caffeine thing. I've done a good job of, of going through some pretty extended purges, you know, some, some kind of personal retreats from, uh, from the social media stuff. If I have a couple of weeks where I'm off on the podcast and I don't need to be on, or I don't need to be watching golf or something like that, I'll, I'll kind of just full detox for a week or two. Um, but after that, I tend to go back into my same habits. So it's it's almost like we've reached like a detente, right? Like we've kind of tried everything and we're just going to have to be kind of functional alcoholics with regards to <laughs> to screen time. Um, so it's, it's not a great answer, but I guess just know that uh, if you're feeling the same way, there's, there's many of us out there. Yeah, I always use the excuse like, no, I work in media. I need to be on my phone all the time. And that's just yeah. simply not true. And I think my phone's even stopped telling me. It doesn't even tell me at this point, like your phone's no, gone same. up or down. It's just like, this is what your screen time was. Figure it out. Yeah. It's do, just, do you have like the actual time? Like, dude, is there like an, uh, I used to know, have the time on my home at? screen so that if I looked at my phone, I had to see right away how much time I was spending on my phone that day. And it got so depressing that I decided to completely bury any indicator of how much time I'm actually spending on my phone. You actually like now I'm, now I'm curious. I don't know what a good number is. I'm at two hours and 20 minutes for today. Uh, no, that's my daily average. Oh, see, that's, I think that's great. Overall, really? I think I think you're coming in lower than a lot of people. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I think you should be happy with that. Yeah. All right. Maybe I'll ratchet it up. Maybe I'll download some more apps. Yeah. You, you know need, what it actually is? You need to be on your you phone. Know I, you know what I will say? This is a very Sunday thing, but while I'm listening to that that Mac Miller record, I think a big reason my screen time is actually up recently, I'm just become a crossword fiend. Ooh. Like so just hammering the the New York Times crossword app for like hours at a time. So yeah. that is gonna throw the screen time off, but I'm I'm totally okay with that. That's like when I tell people, like, no, I was driving, and, and it registers all the screen time while you're playing music <laughs> right. from driving. Like, I had my maps yeah, up. Right. What, do you, what do you want me to do? Exactly. Um, every Sunday, I open my refrigerator, and I think to myself, I wish I had more food in here. I wish I had more drinks in here. Uh, what, if I opened your refrigerator right now, what would I find in there, and would you be proud of it? Um, I would be proud of it only because I have very little control over it again. My wife is uh, is extremely, extremely helpful when it comes to grocery shopping organization all of those things whenever it is you know up to me i'm constantly just like yeah i don't know there's like a you know there's a sandwich place down the road maybe we just go get, go there for every meal you know maybe we just hit the pot belly like 14 times a week i don't know if you thought about that and she's like well what if we ate like adult food and grown-up food um so she's great at at keeping it pretty stocked with with a lot of uh a lot of veggies we're not we don't need a ton of fruits but uh a lot of veggies, a lot of like, um, I have a lot of like granola and almond milk for, for breakfast. So there's usually, you know, that, that can get embarrassing. There's usually some old almond milks in there. Maybe, maybe we're not great at managing leftovers. I think if we we're going to look for some, 
some nits to pick. Uh, there's probably some pretty gnarly stuff in there that neither of us really want to think about uh, until someone kind of loses the game of chicken and has to clean it out. But I, all credit to to Justine that I, I you could come over anytime, pop that thing open and, and take a look, man. Yeah, that's that's kind of how I operate these days. If there's if there's really healthy or good food or at least uh, food with actual, you know, value. Uh, actual yeah. nutritional value that that means that somebody else went grocery shopping and not yes me. that's uh, exactly right. and our final question today what is your ideal sunday um my ideal sunday so i would say a lot of what i said already i mean i love uh i love getting up and walking the dogs uh we live pretty close to to the lake here in milwaukee so getting up and walking the dogs around, you know, around the lake and seeing what's going on, saying, Hey, to the neighbors. I love all that kind of, uh, you know, neighborly type of stuff. Uh, I love going to the comic cafe, uh, for breakfast, having one of those aforementioned rocket platters, I think is great. I love putting the headphones in, listening to a podcast, maybe doing some work around the house. I think that's always a thrill. Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. you're going to start to pick up on the theme that we do not have kids as I'm describing this day. (laughs) Uh, we uh you know after that you were we're we're gonna sit down we're gonna watch that baseball game maybe the white Sox even get a w that would be a thrill uh and then i think maybe we're ducking out i love uh my wife's been trying to play a little more golf lately we have love a that pitch and putt. we have a little pitch and putt golf course that we can walk to uh from our house i love getting out there with her maybe having a smuggling in some cold beers uh would be a would be a thrill uh playing an 18 hole match with her out at the, at the pitch and putt would be great. And then of course, you know, <laughs> we're hitting the pot belly for dinner. You know that. <laughs> and then, uh, I would say you cap it off with succession, succession and Barry really for talking ideal, ideal Sunday nights. And, uh, unfortunately for the, for the rest of time, there's only one of those possible, uh, left in my lifetime. So that's, I don't know when this is going to air, but obviously, uh, you know, we haven't, we've got just the finale left. So yeah, this, will, be, this will be airing gonna, the day of the succession finale. Uh, and so that it'll be a tough time for a lot of us out there. I've retired from Barry as it was making me too anxious because I just, yeah. <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting the route that it was going to go. And so I I've gotten out of the Barry game. Um, Let me tell you, based on this season, not a spoiler, but uh, you made the right call. Yeah, so yeah. I, I've heard it's a great season, but it doesn't sound like my anxiety would have gone down after this season. Yeah, so I, I think I'm good. Well, DJ. Thank you so much for stopping in and uh, explaining how you spend your Sundays. If the people at home want to go follow you, how can they do that? Uh, yeah, sure. Twitter is uh, DJ Pie. Uh, Instagram is D Piehowski, P I E H O W S K I. Uh, and I would also encourage you to, to follow uh, me and my colleagues over at No Laying Up if you have any kind of golf inclination. Uh, we try to cover that sport as best we can. Oh, and I think you guys do a very good job. If you're at home right now and you like what you heard today, make sure to subscribe, review, or tell a friend in need about the podcast by subscribing. You guarantee that each and every episode gets delivered directly to your phone every Sunday morning. And you can also follow along on Twitter at Sunday Scaries and Instagram, which is at Sunday.Scaries, or you can follow me both on Twitter and Instagram at Will DeFreeze. And remember, always trim the wicks on your scented candles. We'll see you next Sunday.